Hey everyone, welcome back to the Honeys in Their 20s podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Destiny. We're two best friends with a vision to making your 20s sweet, sweet life honey. Welcome back to the Honeys in Their 20s podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Destiny. And we are back, ready to record and get into a brand new week. So obviously last week we took a little bit of a hiatus again. Destiny recorded a solo episode. So shout out to you, girl. You really came through. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was very short, but hopefully it was okay for everyone. It was great. It was great. And it just goes to show you that neither one of us can uh, operate without the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. So welcome back, Sarah. We're glad Thank to have you, you back. Um, last week was just a really hectic week for me. I'm sure you guys are all aware that I was in the process of moving. And because I'm a procrastinator, I had pretty much all of my packing to do last week as well as some schoolwork. So I'm sorry. I just did not have the time to dedicate to the podcast. So I asked Destiny to record a solo one and she did a great job. Um, short, sweet, and to the point. So I'm back this week. I'm officially moved in. That weight is off my shoulders. And now I'm just ready to dive in. I'm excited to get back to recording. Yeah, and I'm excited to have you back. Um, ever since last week, nothing has really changed. Still doing the same old, same old. But definitely glad that Sarah's back because now we can have an actual fun conversation. And it's not just me thinking to myself saying, hmm, what do I want to say? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sure you guys have listened to my episodes, my few episodes that were solo. It's just not the same when you don't have your partner because you don't have that conversation going back and forth. So I'm like, I just ramble. I mean, I ramble anyway, but it's even worse. Yeah, that's how I felt too. But I guess we should go ahead and get into our topic. So Sarah, if you want to go ahead and let them know what it's about this week. Yeah, I feel like everyone probably can feel this topic coming, but obviously, especially for me, I've gone through a lot of change lately. Um, I feel like 2020 has been such a astounding, interesting, anxious year for everyone. There's just so much mm-hmm. being thrown at all of us at once. So if anything, it's definitely been a year of growth. So I decided, um, I asked Destiny about the subject. I thought this was something that I could really speak to because I'm going through it quite a lot right now, but we're going to be diving into change and we're going to talk about, um, how to cope with change, how to turn it around for the better, um, different ways to kind of enjoy the process because every single one of us goes through it. Life is never consistent. Um, there's going to be bumps in the roads. There's going to be different hiccups, but it's all about learning how to cope with it and how to pull through and see the benefit in it and see the positives. So we're going to be digging into that subject today. Yeah. And whenever Sarah messaged me about doing a podcast about change, I was honestly like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that because if you're like me, I'm the type of person that gets really, really nervous about change. I've never liked it. I like staying in my little bubble and staying in my comfort zone. So this will be a good topic for me because I'll be able to kind of think more about it, go deeper into it, and I don't know, I guess kind of probably learn something from you and then take something from this to really focus on change and try to cope with it. No, exactly. I'm the same way. I've never been someone who enjoys change. I like routine. I like things being the day-to-day operations and just kind of knowing what to expect out of my days. So when you're throwing a curveball, it's 
kind of makes you uncomfortable. And if you're anyone that de deals with anxiety or um, stress, which I'm sure we all do, it's definitely check and check. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that is not easy to process by any means. So I just felt like um, I can kind of resonate with the subject and I figured that I could offer some type of advice. Um, I don't have it all figured out, but you know, this is a start. So I think that we should dive into the quickly the 10 ways to cope with it. This is based on uh, my own research. I've kind of been looking it up myself because I myself am struggling with dealing some mm -hmm. of my changes that are going on in my life. Um, I've moved twice this year, so that's been a lot to handle. I recently broke up with my long-term boyfriend. Um, I'm back in school and it, uh, I'm almost, almost done. I'm a little over halfway done. And so I just have a lot of things going on in my life and I'm just like, ugh, how do I deal with all of it? So let's dive. Yeah, you definitely are going through it for sure. Yeah, but I'm sure we all do. We all have our moments. Yeah. Um, so I just felt like this would be a really good thing to touch on. So I'm going to go through the 10 different things that I have found um, help to cope with it. So if you're dealing with a change in your life, the first thing to do is to acknowledge it. Obviously denying something and pretending it doesn't exist doesn't help because you're literally essentially just putting a band-aid on it and just pretending it's not there. And in order to get through it, you have to like acknowledge it, understand that it's there and figure out how to uh, move past it. And then you also need to realize that sometimes even good change can cause stress. Sometimes you're not always worried about like some bad thing that's happening. You could be worried about the unknown. Like, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. I got this brand new job that I'm so excited for, but I'm so anxious about what's going to happen. So you just kind of, um, kind of, kind of sit there and think it over and realize that change is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, another thing is keep up your regular schedule as much, much as possible. We've talked quite a lot about this lately. Destiny and I always say that the best way to improve your life is to keep on a regular schedule because once it becomes habit and a routine, it's much easier to um, constantly achieve it, to see it through. So that's always a good tip. Always try to eat as healthy as possible because the right type of foods, um, because the type of foods you put in your body directly correlates to your mood to your um, mental health, to your physical health. And obviously, if you're constantly feeding yourself junk, you're going to feel like junk. But if you eat healthy yeah. things, you're going to fuel your body and you're going to feel better in the long run. Yeah, um, that's one thing that's been hitting me hard, too, is trying to stay eating healthy. It's hard, girl, especially whenever you have like all sorts of junk food so close to you and you're like, ah, I don't want to cook. I just want to no, stay I completely agree. out and go eat. Especially yeah. now that I've been moving, I have not had like anything in my fridge or in my freezer. So over the past two weeks, I would say I have done nothing but eat out. And I know that it's not good for me because like last night, for example, we got Taco Bell and I was craving it. So I was so excited to sit down and like eat a chalupa because that's like my favorite thing ever. Mm -hmm. But the moment I ate it, I felt awful afterwards. Like it was an instant yeah. kick in. I felt chubby and bloated and it just does not make me feel good so and you know it's funny too is we'll eat that stuff and we'll feel like crap and then the next day we're like "Ooh, let's go out and eat again i probably won't feel I bad know. this time it's a really <laughs> it's just a constant habit. cycle it's a really bad cycle it's like a addiction it's like being addicted to something and you're going through withdrawals by not having it 
So believe yeah, me, definitely. I'm in the same boat. It's not easy. Um, another great thing to do is to keep up a good exercise routine. I struggle with this a lot because I'm like a perfectionist. So the moment I fall off my routine, I'm like, okay, might as well just give up. Or, you know, like you get this voice in your head that says, do it all the way or don't do mm-hmm. it at all. So if you just keep up a good, um, achievable exercise schedule, you're much more likely to be able to adapt to these changes in your life. The thing I found is when I'm exercising, my mind typically starts to wander. So I think about everything going on, but it's also like my quiet moment where I can kind of process it. Anyway, when you're exercising, this doesn't necessarily go for everyone, but a lot of times when you're doing that, you're kind of having this moment completely to yourself and you're kind of in a rhythm and you're listening to music, you're just jamming, you're um, perspiring. So you're, you know, blood's pumping. I feel like those are the moments where I can kind of think through everything that's going on in my life and kind of think more rationally because a lot of times when I'm faced with a change, I immediately retaliate and I'm like, okay, no, 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 I don't want this to happen. Um, But when I'm in my moments where I'm just kind of focusing on something else, that is typically the time where I can kind of see it from a different perspective and think about maybe the benefits of this change and stop thinking like, what is this going to do to me? Yeah. All right, Destiny, um, you can go on with the rest of them. Okay. So the next one that we have is seek support. This one definitely resonates to me because for the longest time, especially when I was younger, I would never, ever let anybody know anything about my feelings and I would keep everything to myself and just bottle those feelings up. And now that I'm older and I look back and see that I used to do that stuff, I'm like, why? Why didn't I trust like my family members and tell them things or trust my friends and let them know? Because, you know, it's never a good idea to keep things bottled up because things are just going to happen and just make it worse. So definitely seek support. I mean, find like your closest friends and definitely keep them by your side because that's, I think, what got me through most of the times especially in my past life was my closest friends and my family members when I did decide to let them know like what was going on with me and I could see that really helping with yeah and I could see that really helping with change too I think that I kind of agree with you in the sense that a lot of times when you're going through something sometimes you just want to keep to yourself and you don't want to bother other people you feel like you know I don't want to bother them with my my problems I don't want them to feel like I just am such a negative um, person all the time so it's quite often your natural response to kind of just keep it to yourself and just you know detach from people a little bit but I agree Mm -hmm. with you I feel like if you seek support in your friends and your family you'd be surprised how much that they've gone through similar things and they may be able to share some wisdom with you and even if you don't feel comfortable going to your friends or your family about a particular subject you can always reach out to someone that's like a third party like you can reach out to like apps like BetterHelp or whatever they're called um, that are like therapists online counselors Um, If you're in school, you can even go through their free resources that they have at the schools. So just always talk to someone because someone's gone through the same thing. And I'm sure that they will be able to give you some tips. Yeah, exactly. You're never alone. And that's what I had to remember most of my life as I'm sure that somebody else is going through something who knows maybe even worse. So definitely seek support in your friends and your family. 
Um, the next one that we have is write down the positives that have come for this change. And it says maybe the change have, has helped you prioritize what is most important in your life. Change presents us with the opportunity to grow. And it's important to acknowledge these things. And important to acknowledge how things have become better as a result. This one's also really good. I know for me is to write those positive notes down. Especially like if you're going through a breakup or something which I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of us have gone through. Write down the positive things of what is going on with this change, why you don't need this person anymore in your life, and how better you're going to be without them. Yeah, and that's really hard to to do. Yeah, and you always got to have that positive mindset for sure. With any type of change, it could be like starting a new job, going through a breakup, moving out of your house, having kids who knows but always try to keep that positive mindset i know that me and sarah always talk about staying positive and i know it can be hard but it's definitely worth it and it does help with your change that you are going through absolutely it it, like i said it may be hard but it's definitely worth it in the long run um a lot of times i find myself trying to think of like the negatives of a situation or i'm trying to think of like how much this is going to change my life and you got to kind of have to like curb those thoughts when you're going through them. Like you mentioned relationships. Um, I'm going through a breakup and it's a process. You may have a clean break. You may not have a clean break and you're learning, you know, to live your life adapting to not having this person in your life. And even me who broke through, broke free from a very toxic individual, someone who was just not bringing me good things into my life. Um, even though I went through a lot and I was hurt very much. I still sometimes find myself thinking of the positives of our relationship and I find myself missing Mm -hmm. that person. And like, I have to sap myself out of it and, you know, force myself to think about the negatives and realize there's a reason why I'm going through this change. It might not be easy, but it's going to be worth it because while this time of transition may be uncomfortable, may be painful for you, you have to realize that you're going to be a stronger individual at the end of it. If life was like a smooth sail, uh, rainbow, sunshine, 24-7, then nobody would ever change. Nobody would ever evolve or um, grow as an individual. So it's like these moments, they may be kind of bitter, but they're more so bittersweet. They they help Mm -hmm. us um, prosper. They help us change for the good. And I can say with my full heart that even though I could have never imagined the situation for myself, I'm so glad that I've gone through it because for this particular example, I have become so much of a stronger person. I know how to stand up for myself. I know how to vocalize my feelings and stay, stay true to myself and not let someone intimidate me into backing down. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a good, example that you have and it is kind of crazy to think that you literally are going through a change right now and it probably is hard and you probably didn't think that this would be the outcome but you just got to just keep your head up and just keep on moving because change is a part of life because we are always evolving we're always going to the new steps in life so the crazy part is you really honestly when you're going through a change you never know what you're capable of 
you doubt yourself and you're thinking there's no way I can get through this but you just if you kind of in retrospect look back at the past things that you've gone through your life you've made it through all of those moments all those time periods where you thought how am I going to get through this nothing could get worse um you realize you know you have gotten through those moments every possible hiccup that you've experienced you've gotten through so you're going to get through this one all the same and that's kind of what's helped me is I just try to remind myself that you know it's an uncomfortable time period but a year from now I'm going to be so thankful that it'll be I so worth bunkered it down yeah. and I just you know handled it I processed it it'll definitely be worth it especially from a year now you're going to think back and be like I'm so glad I did that why Completely did I ever agree. stay that long so um and then we have get proactive this is also I feel like all of these steps are just so good <laughs> and I'm going to say it each time mm-hmm. but um being proactive means taking charge and this kind of helps you figure out what steps you need to take before something big happens so like for me whenever I guess I can give an example for me getting proactive would be whenever I was moving out kind of taking the steps and realizing I'm not going to be with my parents anymore I'm not going to be under their wing I'm going to have to do this on my own and I'm going to have to have this impact on me and I'm going to have to go out and do this for me yeah I think that if you prepare for the change before it actually happens um, I feel like you're in a better mental state and physical state to handle it a little bit more wisely. Um, If you kind of wait and procrastinate and say, you know, I'm not going to deal with this until it actually comes into fruition, you're going to find yourself kind of like in a complete shock state where you're like, okay, how do I get through this? But like you said, if you kind of like understand that it's coming and you kind of make the changes or the um, adaptations to be able to handle it with a little bit more composure you're going to be better off Mm -hmm. so definitely kind of think about how is this going to affect me and what can I do to lessen the the effect yeah and if you're like me and I'm sure Sarah we both love to procrastinate so it's really hard to stay proactive and make sure that we are (laughs) I know it's really hard but sometimes you're gonna have to speaking of which I have homework that's due on Monday and I've been procrastinating and I can guarantee you that the remainder of this week I'm going to be hunkered down on a computer. I'm probably not going to see daylight until Saturday when we hang out. You'll probably start you'll probably start Sunday night. <laughs> I remember I used to do that all the time whenever I was little. I would have like these big projects that I have to do and I would tell my mom the night before, "Hey, yeah. by the way, we need Didn't to go to Walmart all? and I need to get a poster board and all this stuff." And she'd be like, "Really? You had a month to do this and you're going to tell me now?" Yes. So staying proactive is definitely one thing that I struggle with and I have to work on, but it does impact you and it does impact your improvement to change. So yeah, make sure you stay proactive. Definitely does. I think, isn't there like a, a saying that has to do with like, Never mind. I don't remember what it is. So I'm going to just pretend I didn't say anything. It'll probably come back to you. It will come up. It will come up. I I felt like it had something to do with like an iceberg and like you can look at it at the top of the iceberg. And if you look at it that way, you're more prepared to look at the button. Never. Uh, You know what? Never mind. I'm just stupid, guys. Forget it. (laughs) Should I edit this out? If you guys know what she's talking about, please let us all know. (laughs) 
Listen, lately I've been really bad with my words. So if I come off a little preachy today by just listing these things, it's because I've been trying to work on like being able to speak more eloquently. Because yeah. Destiny knows what I'm talking about. I keep mixing up my words. I keep saying things wrong. And Trust I was, me, me too. And because this subject is a little touchy for me, I was like, okay, I got to prepare myself. So... This may sound like a list, but I apologize. We're just trying to really provide you guys with the tips that have helped us and kind of like, you know, help you along your journey Mm -hmm. of change. Okay. And then I think this one's my favorite of all is venting, but to a point. So like we kind of talked about seeking support with that support system that you do have your support group. Venting can be so helpful and it can help you with so many things i know for me and sarah she probably is tired of me because i'm always venting to her i'm like oh this is going on what do you think about this what do we do about this blah 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 i'm always i'm a big venter girl are you kidding i don't know and then whenever you do vent you just feel so much better i would never get tired of you venting you know it's funny i feel the opposite i feel like i'm the one who's always coming to you for advice like especially with the relationship stuff i'm always like destiny what do i say what do i do (laughs) yeah well that's what friends are for that's what friends are for and that's why it is good to have your support group because you can get things off your chest and know that other people are going through the same thing and i don't know like with me and sarah i i kind of like helping her with her relationship advice honestly because i feel like i've been through yeah i like the drama obviously but i've also been through kind of the same stuff and it's just kind of nice not that sarah is broken up and stuff but it's kind of nice to have that person that you can kind of talk to about the same thing because we both have been through the same thing i agree i feel it's interesting to, you know to hear us say the opposite in the fact that we feel like we vent to the other person a lot but it just goes to show you that you may be hesitant to talk to your you know inner circle and go to them about stuff but often they do it without skipping a beat they don't even think about it of course they're going to be there for you because that's what friends are for and that's what family's for so mm-hmm. i agree and then last um way to cope um i know someone who's done this more recently because she is going through a big change in her life um back away from social media this is not easy because every single one of us is addicted to it i mean i'm pretty sure my screen time on my phone is like four or five hours a day mainly on tiktok if i'm being honest oh yeah same with me let me just out myself um but i feel like when you take a step back and you remove yourself from social media you kind of break that addiction and you don't feed into that cycle of like a self-destructive cycle like for her for example um i'm not going to say what her change was but it was definitely like life-changing for her and it was a very hard mm-hmm. thing to come to terms with so she deleted all of her social media and she has told me personally that it has been the best decision she's ever made she's even encouraged me to do it um, yeah. after my breakup and i haven't done it yet but i definitely see the benefit in it because when you're going through a change you can gravitate towards social media um you want to post all your dish on facebook for other people to you know offer their input input and either make you feel validated or tell you hey you know that's not cool but you get into the cycle of comparing yourself to other people's situations and it just makes you feel shitty if we're being honest no one goes on facebook and is like 
man, I am so happy with my life because I have it so much better than the rest of us. No one does that. You go on there and Mm -hmm. you see stuff, this like skewed view of the most perfect aspects of people's lives. And it makes you feel worse about your situation. So I think that kind of setting a reset and getting rid of all of it and just taking some time entirely for yourself, it's really good for you. It's good for your mental health and it's just good for your spirit. Yeah. And, you know, recently I've been feeling like I just need to delete Facebook. I need to delete Instagram. I need to delete all of them because right now, especially with everything that's going on in the world, it's just depressing just going through my Facebook and just seeing all these posts. I'm like, why are we posting this? I don't get it. Why are people fighting? It's just depressing. And it just brings my spirits down. I don't know if I would ever actually go on and delete it, but definitely like put a lock on it or something. So that way I can't go on Facebook and see things. Yeah. I don't know. I've been trying to do a similar thing where I'm like trying to reduce my time on my phone. But every time I do that, like I'll say I'll give myself like 15 minutes. I go past that 15 and then like, okay, maybe another 15 and then another. It's really hard to break that cycle and to make that change. But I think that sometimes the hardest changes are the best ones. They really just help you kind of um, recalibrate and think of things a little bit differently. So that's, Mm -hmm. I think that maybe out of all those ways to cope that we listed, I think that one's probably my favorite. And I think I will get to that point where I can take a break from it. I just have to get myself um, strong enough to do it. Yeah. Even if you can't take like a big break, like for me, I know this has has helped me out a lot. Uh, a little while ago, I used to always scroll on Facebook, even whenever I was about to go to sleep. I would always scroll, and that'd be, like, the last thing I'd see before I go yep. to sleep. And it just kind of makes you go, ugh. And, but now, I've been starting to read, like, an hour before I go to bed, and it helps. I love it. It makes me be able to sleep better. I don't have to think of, like, these negative things that's going on in the world. So if you can't, like, do a full-on break, like, delete your app and stuff, I would definitely try limiting yourself on certain apps yeah, that you do use. give yourself, like, a window of time that you allow yourself to do it. Like, I think what I have done a little bit lately um, to limit my use is I'll get home and I'll say, okay, um, by 5.30, I want you up out of your bed doing some, something productive. So that's been mm-hmm. a really um, helpful change. But in general, um, I feel like those were some really good ways to cope with some change. And now we're going to get into the benefits of, you know, going through it. Okay, so now I guess we're going to get into examples that me and Sarah have faced for change. And then after that, we'll kind of get into like benefits that helped us with this change and why people should embrace change. Um, I know for me, a huge, huge change was getting married. People don't realize that is a big change, like going from single to being in a relationship to being engaged and to being married. I wouldn't change it for anything, but it was, it's a big step. It's, you're with this one person and you're, (laughs) what? I was going to say, I can't touch on this because I'm not married and I'm not even in a relationship anymore. So, (laughs) yeah, but it's a, I guess it's the same thing too about like getting into a relationship. That's a big change because you're so used to like being by yourself and doing things yourself and now like one thing that I love Daniel but one thing that drives me crazy is whenever he is gone on his he travels for his job when he's gone for me I can just get dressed and I'm like okay I'm ready to go and I'm out the door 
when he's home. He's the one that brings me down. He always takes forever to get ready. I've never met a man that takes as long as Daniel to get <laughs> ready for anything. Reversed. Yeah, and so uh, now I'm like waiting for him. I'm like, are you almost ready? Can we go now? What What's going on? What does he even got? It's just funny. What takes him so long? It's not like he does anything special. He throws he, on some clothes and he styles his hair and boom. Yeah, literally. He's the type of person, like, he'll know that we have to be somewhere. Say we have to be somewhere at 6.30. At 6.15, he's going to be like, oh, let me take a shower real quick, and then I'll be ready to go. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm like, boy. It's funny that you say that, because actually thinking about it, I realize that you married the equivalent of your best friend, because I'm the same exact way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm me and Dylan are also very... Management. Yeah, we're also very, very similar, and it's funny, too, because me and you are very, very similar, so just a constant cycle let me tell you i'm either with sarah or i'm with daniel or i'm with both of them that's how that's what it feels like all the time <laughs> yeah you, you liked me so much you had to marry someone that you know has the same personality in that sense we're both yeah exactly everything so it is what it is but is there yeah, any so other getting um, married good ones yes i I have a couple. So getting married is definitely a big one for me. Um, Moving out of my parents' house. I kind of touched on this a while back. But when me and Daniel did get married, we moved out of my parents' house and we moved into our apartment. And that was probably, it was very eye-opening, I would say. Because I had to pay for, like, all these bills. I had to pay for groceries. I had to cook. I had to do all this stuff. Clean the house. And I'm like, I didn't know like my parents had to do all this stuff like especially with bills i didn't know how things were so expensive they don't like, teach you how yeah how was my tv a hundred dollars a month i don't get that but that was really interesting to kind of see me go for that change so there's that one um another thing is buying a house i'm a homeowner and that was also a big step. It, it was a big step going from an apartment to going to a house because not only do you have these bills, you have more bills now and you have more things that you have to do to your house and stuff. And another one that has been more recent for me is getting a new work role at work. I used to be like administrative assistant, answering phone calls and stuff like that. And I still do that. I still answer phone calls, but now I'm learning new things and the company's kind of changing and evolving into like this bigger company. And so now I'm like doing estimating and have lots of math I got to do, lots of computer stuff. So not only am I doing my responsibilities that I was doing, I'm learning all these different new responsibilities and it's definitely changing me into being I guess the work woman that I am (laughs) yeah that one's a really difficult one um work can be so consuming and so overwhelming especially when you are going through a moment of like your roles are increasing and a lot more has been added to your plate um I've gone through that too with my job and sometimes you're just like overly stressed out and you're like Mm -hmm. almost hit the self-destruct button and you just kind of Um, curl up in a ball and you're like how the heck am I going to get through this but from my experience because I've gone through a similar thing Destiny I've always run to you for a weight event and then I Mm realized that sometimes if you like write things down and you kind of like plan out the steps to getting where you need to be that's always beneficial so I resonate with that one because work change can be the hardest one because a lot of times your work life kind of creeps into your personal life 
Yeah. And then too, like you're so used to how things used to be. Mm-hmm. And then you have to change into this big position that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to do it's good a at lot that. Of pressure. Especially, yeah, especially this week, we got a new guy at work and he is like, like super skilled with what he does. And whenever he comes up to me and asks me questions, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Oof, I haven't learned that. And then I just feel dumb. I'm like, oh my gosh, he probably thinks I'm such a dummy. I've been here for five years and I don't know what he's asking me. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of having to go. Yeah, I'm kind of having to go through that change and kind of realize that it's okay. Just calm down. Not You can't know everything. The You're positive not to that, though, big that, brain girl. That guy is opening your eyes to some things that maybe you want to dig in deeper to things that you like want to learn. You didn't previously know about and now you do. So now you want to like, mm-hmm. you know, learn and, and um, get to understand them a bit better. So, yeah. And then I have two more things and then I'm done. Okay. Um, next one is I've already talked about this a lot with Daniel and his new job traveling. I'm changing to be just by myself again where I used to be with Daniel me and Daniel were literally attached to the hip anywhere I went Daniel was with me vice versa and now I'm kind of having to like relearn me being by myself me cooking dinners for myself trying to figure out what I want to do by myself it's just really weird especially when you are married and in a relationship it's kind of hard to like see them for like just a weekend and then then be gone again But I'm getting through that and I'm still trying to accept that he is working and, you know, it's helping us as a family and helping us with our future. And then speaking of future, last thing is whenever we do have kids, I feel like that's going to be like really eye opening also. And I'm super excited for that change whenever. Yeah, I'm excited for that change when it does come. But yeah, that's pretty much I know. That's pretty much like I guess the most recent ones and big ones that I've been through. What about you? I don't you? know how I'm gonna adjust when you start having kids. It's gonna be like a uh, age shock because I'm the same age as you and I'm starting over from like square one, which is totally okay. Like I'm fully okay mm-hmm. with that. But it's just like the moment you start having kids, uh, you know, the rest of our group is probably gonna be doing the same same thing, like Haley and Kyle and all that it's just going to be like wow the dynamic is different but i know that when that change comes it's going to be good for all of us it's a bit humbling and yeah. helps us mature so that one's exciting well i know it's going to be super weird because i i have a feeling me and dale are probably going to be the first ones to have kids Definitely. and it's just going to be really weird seeing like like if we wanted to hang out i'm gonna to have to be like oh yeah i gotta bring my baby by the way this ain't just gonna be us anymore it's all and adapting though just gonna have to, yeah And on the subject of Daniel traveling a lot, I just wanted to say that one thing I've noticed since he has been gone is you've, you've handled it really well. Obviously you've had your moments of like, oh, this is tough. I miss him. But I have realized that like over the past couple of weeks, you've also become a bit more independent in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of times in relationships, and I'm not talking about years in specifics, but a lot of times in relationships, you learn to kind of depend on that person and they are like the source of happiness. You're, you know, you're used to them being part of your daily routine. And even when you're married, it's good to have a life outside of your significant other because um, it's just good for you. Like having your friendship Mm -hmm. circles. And I just feel like you've grown a lot in a good way. You've definitely become well, you know, a bit stronger in your love with him, but learning how to, you know, live where he kind of comes and goes for work. Yeah. 
Yeah, and a big thing, too, is if you are in a relationship or married, you definitely, like Sarah said, need to have that time with your friends. You can't just be stuck to your significant other. You need to make time for friends. You need to make time for family. Because if you don't, it's just going to end up hurting your relationships with other people. Yeah, it takes a toll on you, for sure. It's all about learning how to have that balance between, you know, having your time with your spouse and also having a life without, you know, outside of them. And that's not even a bad thing. Like, just because you're married, just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean your whole world needs to revolve around a certain person, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, okay. I'm going to dig into some of my changes. Hopefully, I don't botch Go ahead. Um, I would say one of the biggest changes I've gone through in my life is probably losing some family members. Um, It's definitely not easy whatsoever. But over the past Mm -hmm. three years, yeah, three years now, because 2017 was the first one, I lost my grandfather. And then last year, around Christmas, I lost my grandmother. And it's not been easy because my family has always been everything to me. I grew up spending my holidays at my grandparents' house, and it was just a really close-knit family. All of our relatives would come over, and I don't know, like, my childhood, I think about my grandparents' house, and so much memories have been there. It's hard to adapt without having that, you know, not having that person in your life. And not having those memories to unfold in front of you. And it's been hard. But I think that losing family members or losing a significant other, um, I can't say that it's easy. It's not. But you learn something from it. And I've learned about, you know, how important it is to, you know, speak to your loved ones and tell them that you love them. And make sure you're... You're not holding grudges. You're not going to bed angry at someone because you never know when it's going to be your last day. And so I feel like that yeah. change in my life has definitely changed how I foresee and how I interpret certain relationships. And I just try to be really honest with people and, and tell them how much I appreciate them and love them on a daily basis because, you know, until you go through those moments, you don't really realize what you have until it's gone. Yeah, so especially with the holidays coming up and stuff too, I know losing a family member is super hard because you're so used to seeing them for like Christmas and Thanksgiving. I know it's definitely the same for me, like with my uncle and stuff. Not that he has passed or anything, but he's just not in my family's life anymore. So it is kind of, it's hard to kind of go through the holidays without a specific family member that you are used to seeing all the time. It is. It's definitely an adjustment, but it kind of makes you realize who's important in your life. And um, you remind yourself that you just have to be very vocal and tell them how you feel and make sure that everyone knows that you love them because you never know when it's your last moment. So, okay. Another change in my life that I wasn't sure that I was going to be going through. It kind of hit me unexpectedly. Um, My previous job to the one that I have now, I was a chiropractic assistant and I really enjoyed my job. I had good coworkers. I liked the boss that I had, the doctor. And then um, he got bought out because he was being reti- he was retiring. And a new husband and wife team came in. And I wasn't really happy with the job after that. It was definitely a different dynamic. And fortunately for me, because I'm too much of a baby to ever quit, um, they kind of made that choice for me and the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, they laid off every single one of us almost one by one 
And at the moment, I was like shocked and just like, oh my goodness, I just lost my job. What am I going to do? And for a week, I was pretty much scrambling to figure out, you know, how am I going to pay my rent? I have some money saved up. Um, What am I going to do for a job? Where am I going to go? And thankfully, not too long afterwards, I applied for and was hired for the job I have now. And back then, I did not think that there was going to be any good to come out of that. Because as much as I didn't enjoy my job anymore, I was comfortable in the sense that I knew what to expect. But now, looking at it now, it's just like, I'm so thankful that I went through that. It was not easy. And it was definitely a lot to process. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't for that happening, that change happening, I would not be where I am now. I very much love my job. I love my boss. I enjoy my work environment. So it's, it's just one of those things that sometimes changes are things you don't want to happen, but it turns out it's the biggest blessing in disguise. Yeah. And I was going to say back to you and how you had to switch jobs and everything. It's crazy to see how the people at the chiropractor were to you and to see how your boss currently is to you and how different it is. Like you can tell that your boss appreciates you and they really, really do like you and that you are valued there where at the chiropractor they literally couldn't care less so it was definitely and it's definitely a nice change and it's nice to know that you are getting value too yeah that's a good way of putting it it's just one of those types of change that you know sometimes it hits you like a ton of bricks and you're kind of in shock because you didn't see it coming and it's hard to get through because you're kind of like scrambling and trying to figure out where where are you going to come from this Mm -hmm. but As time passes, I promise you that you'll get through it and you'll realize that 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 was a good change, that it has helped you grow and it's helped you found the right path for yourself. So that's one change that I'm very thankful for because I don't think if they hadn't taken it into their hands, I probably never would have left. And who knows, you could still be there now and be miserable. Honestly, and I'd be miserable. And I'm glad that it happened because looking at them now, like their turnover rate is ridiculous. And, they're, and and from what I see, they don't seem to be doing so hot. So, you know, everything is a blessing in disguise, as they say. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the last change that I'm going to talk about, I'm only going to briefly touch on it because everybody already knows about it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, um, you know, about two months ago, I think just under two months ago, I broke up with my boyfriend. Um, We had been together for just under four years. We lived together. Um, We essentially went every single day with each other. We were attached at the hip. Um, And it was definitely not an easy decision, but it was a long time coming. If you ask any of my friends, it was bound to happen. Um, Within the last year, I was not really happy anymore. I wasn't being treated the way I deserved to be treated. I was putting up with a lot of things. I don't want to say anything bad about him because I wish nothing but the best for him. But it has definitely been one of the hardest changes in my life. And I know that sounds so stupid, but it has been my longest relationship. And it's been the person that I was absolutely most in love with and the one I thought Mm -hmm. my future was going to be with. Um, But it didn't end up happening that way. And the beginning of our breakup was really hard because if you talk to any of my friends, you know that I have broken up with him actually quite a few times. Um, Took Or I could say I took breaks from him and I was trying to collect my thoughts and figure out what I wanted to do. And, you know, leaving a toxic relationship or not saying that that's necessarily 
encompass our whole relationship, but it was definitely the last year or so. But leaving those situations are so hard to do. It's so hard. Yeah, they because are. Because you, like I said earlier, you romanticize and you think about all the good moments and it's hard to think about, okay, there's a reason why this change is happening. I need to focus on that. And that's the thing. I, I broke up and had our breaks several times and it, it wasn't until this past one where I finally realized that I was strong enough and I was ready enough mentally and physically to cut ties. Mm-hmm. And it, it hasn't been easy. It's an adjustment period, getting used to not speaking with someone on a daily basis, not checking in on them, not living and sleeping next to them every day. Um, but I'm so glad. I'm so glad I've gone through it. I, through all of it, I've learned how to just truly love myself and that I'm still working on. That is a journey, but I've realized that I'm so much stronger than I was four years ago before our relationship, my relationship prior to him. I didn't speak up for myself. Yeah. I let things be said to me, things done to me. And I just never had a backbone. I never said, Hey, you know, this isn't all right. But with my past one, everything changed. Um, I feel like I've grown as a woman and as an individual like I know how to speak my mind and to really just let go of some things and speak from the heart and I'm glad I've learned so much from it and I'm honestly talk to anyone and they would tell you that I seem much happier because I am much happier and if you asked me two months ago I would would have told you like I can't do this there's no way I can do this I can't live without him but I can And it feels so good to say that. And I'm sure there's some girl listening to this conversation thinking, you know, that's not me. I I can't do it. But you can. With every single change that we've gone over and all the coping mechanisms and the benefits, I can tell you that change is never easy, but it's so worth it. You are 100% going to come out on the other end in a much better state than what you were when you went in. Yeah. And I just want to go back to where you said that this change was super hard and it's stupid girl it is not stupid whatsoever relationships it doesn't matter if it's a significant other a best friend a friendship if you have to get over that to change for the better and to make you a better person that is going to be super super hard because like you said you're so used to talking to this person and relying on this person checking in with this person because they're your other half And then you go to not talking to them at all and just kind of being by yourself and being more independent. It's, it's hard. It's, it's probably one of the biggest changes you would have to go through, especially as a woman, because yeah, especially as a woman, because I know for me, especially whenever I went through my last relationships, I was heartbroken over certain Mm -hmm. of them. And I'm like, how am I supposed to get through this? And it did make me into the person that I am today. So that's the good thing about change is you might hate change and might not want to go through it but if you do go through that it makes you a totally different person and makes your outlook on life different it's just needed and I think for you especially with your past relationship it has made you into a better person 
and it's made you stronger, more independent. You're able to speak up for yourself now. I mean, you're a totally different person now, especially seeing you a couple months ago and seeing you cry and seeing you like just down in the dumps and now seeing you just super happy and bubbly and back to your old self. It's a good thing to see. And like I've said multiple times, I am extremely proud of you and I'm extremely proud of other women that can go through this and be stronger out of it yeah i definitely i'm i'm kind of mind blown of what i'm capable of because i really just didn't think i was going to be able to follow through with my word and really be convicted in what i said i was going to do but i but i have been and i mean i owe it a lot to my friends and my support system um being vocal and just venting and letting them be there for me has been so good so good for the whole situation because I probably wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for them and just kind of focusing on myself and trying to work on myself because I'm not a perfect person either and mm-hmm. I know that you know even in, real, in our relationship there was a lot of things I could have worked on myself with and I'm definitely planning on doing that like I don't want to be stagnant I want to constantly be developing myself working on my issues working on whatever I feel is not good enough for myself and it's been good. I think that my two months of being independent and free of something that was no longer serving me, no longer good for me, has been a really good change. And like I said, it's really hard to see that at the beginning of it. But looking back at it now, I'm glad I've gone through it. And I'm so happy I did because I am not the same person I was two months ago. And that sounds cliche. I get it. But truly I've learned a lot from the situation and I look at it differently like I wish nothing but the best for him um, mm-hmm. but I'm thankful that we had a relationship because it, it made you into the person you are today exactly exactly and you know our four years that we did spend together it you know there was a lot of wonderful moments and Kyle oops no sorry you know my my ex-boyfriend was my first like true true love like the first person I honestly felt like I was gonna live my life with and you know it's funny how life works you know Mm -hmm. things that you never expect to happen may happen and change is not easy and all I can say is that it's always worth it 100% yeah and the good thing about it too is now you're going into this new year 2021 just focusing on yourself and not having Mm -hmm. to focus on someone that's bringing you down Exactly. Well said. So I guess, was that it for all the um, big changes that you've kind of been through? I'm sure I have like a million more, but I feel like those three right now have been the most, the biggest changes in the sense Mm -hmm. that I've changed from them. Those moments in my life have helped me become who I am. Yeah. So I guess now we're going to kind of skim through powerful benefits of change and why we should embrace it i know i was we also got this online and i was kind of reading for them and a lot of these are really good so i'm excited to kind of dive into it do you want do you want to go ahead and start we touched on these throughout our conversations a moment ago of the changes we've experienced but these are just to sum it up how we feel is the best way to look at the situation um because obviously typically there are far more benefits to change than there are negatives. So we're going to just yeah. go through that real quick to remind you that it, it is in fact worth it. So I'll start off. Um, like I said, personal growth is the biggest one. It's at the top of the list for me because 
no matter what the change is, whether it's a negative change, whether it's a positive change, whether you saw it coming or whether you weren't, you know, you weren't prepared at all, you definitely grow from it in some way, shape or form. It's always going to either change the way you think, change the way you act or change the way you see things. I think that every change helps you grow into the person you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, another so thing, um, it also makes you become more flexible when you are riding on a roller coaster and it's just a straight one and you just go, you know, from s- the start to the end and nothing happens. It's kind of like, eh, you don't really, nothing happens, nothing exciting. But when you go through those bumps and, you know, those really high shots and then those really low drops, you learn to adapt. You become more flexible and you realize that not everything needs to make this huge reaction out of it, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then you have your improvements. Um, We all go through things in our lives that we like to improve. I know for me, it's finances. It could be finances. It could be job. It could be your house and a whole lot of other stuff. Um, And I know for finances, especially for me, me and Daniel really wanted to pay off loans. I've talked about this multiple times. Uh, We want to pay off debt. And I think that would really benefit us. And it would be a big change because especially when we were little younger we used to love to blow our money so now we're kind of improving that and bettering our future so that's a big one for me yeah I think you can change you can accredit your moving out and not living with your parents and the getting married thing as the reason for why you made these improvements why you've kind of hunkered down and figured out your financial goals and things of you know things of that nature yeah and we do need to do things differently to make change happen and without change there'd be no improvements whatsoever so there's that the next one i think um is life values i touched on this when i lost um some family members it just Mm -hmm. makes you realize the value in life and how important it is to just embrace every turn and find the positive in everything yeah and this one's a good one too like you said before always go to bed not angry at anyone because you never know what can happen so yeah I think that sometimes changes make you realize what's important in your life and you kind of reevaluate things and look at things with a different perspective so that's a good one as well and then you have your snowball effect I'm gonna have to read on this one because this one's kind of new to me Um, It says, often we give up because we cannot accomplish the difficult task of making a huge and immediate change. That is when small changes become extremely valuable. One shift at a time, small changes will eventually lead into a big desired one. And I think like, I think I learned this in a finance class before, which the the snowball effect is where you pay off your really small bills and then you move into these bigger bills. And I guess that's the same thing with change. Do your really small changes like... I'm trying to give an example of a small change, maybe changing an outfit that you want to change into to see if it looks better. Small changes like that into like these big changes, like maybe buying a house, moving out, you know, those are really big changes. So getting rid of those small changes and then moving on to your big one. Yeah, I would say a big one, for example, for me is I want to be a more productive person. Uh, One of the small changes that I plan on adapting after I'm settled into my place a bit more, um, I'm going to start waking up early. And Mm -hmm. that I feel like waking up early 
contributes to being more productive because I have more time on my hands. So I think essentially what you're saying is if you break down this big goal that you have, this big change you're trying to have, if you break it into smaller or more achievable things, it doesn't look like this monstrosity of something that you can never achieve. So it's all about, it's like a domino, essentially, the same type of word, a domino. You tick one yeah. down and then the rest kind of follow suit. And then all those small changes that you do have, it will eventually lead you to the bigger picture and yeah. lead you to the big desire change that you do want to accomplish. Absolutely. Um, the next one is strength. Um, we I've talked talk- about this one. <laughs> <laughs> we say that about everything. So sorry, yeah. that's repetitive, ladies um, and gents. But I think that the biggest thing that comes from change is internal strength. I feel like with every type of change, there's definitely some type of strength that you've gotten from it. I mean, not all changes lead you to a pleasant period of life. Um, not everything's going to be a fairy tale. But overcoming the tough period will make you stronger you'll realize um, what you're capable of. Yeah, and I think that's a good one. And then you have your progress. We also, I think, kind of touched on this too. It's change does trigger your progress. Things move forward and develop because of them. And I know for me, like marking down my progress, especially like I've been on a kick trying to lose weight and I'm always talking about I need to start eating healthy, blah, blah, blah. Well, like for losing weight for me, I guess tracking my progress of like how many pounds I've lost or whatever, it's always helpful and you're able to see, I guess, like the bigger picture at the end whenever you do track your progress and to see, yeah, and see what all you've been through to get to this point. Yeah, it definitely helps you realize how far you've come and it kind of helps motivate you to keep going, to keep pushing because, you know, um, you've done so much already just imagine what else you can get done um Mm -hmm. one of the final ones is i'm kind of wrapping these together because i just feel like they're really they go hand in hand yeah um changes always bring about opportunities and new beginnings yes so you never really know when you're looking at a change and going oh my gosh how am i going to get through this Um, you typically tend to look at it more negatively and think about what it's going to do to, you know, affect your life and be like how this is going to shake things up. But you don't really look at it in the sense like this amazing opportunity may come of it. Like, for example, um, you start a new job and you're Mm -hmm. dreading it. You're like, I don't want to have to be the new person again. I don't want to have to get accustomed to a new work schedule and have to make friends. But then that new job gives you an opportunity to have a promotion for a new salary and then from that new salary you start to build these relationships with some higher up people and then you meet the love of your life yeah who knows i know that's a crazy story i just spun but i'm just saying like often you don't think about the wonderful aspects to change like it's a new beginning for you each change is a turning page it's about closing one chapter and opening another one yeah and two like for me I know that change is kind of hard and it's difficult and kind of scary but also change is super exciting because you do get these new opportunities like Sarah said who knows you could get new job new salary you get all these different types of opportunities and then it's a new beginning into the future that you've always wanted for yourself 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, you never go anywhere in life if you just sit in your seat and you never do anything and never allow yourself to change and to adapt and to grow. Because um, those are the beautiful moments in life that we often take for granted. So overall, I think that this conversation was very therapeutic for me. And I'm sure it was for you, Destiny. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, sometimes we get a little bit nervous about talking about these type of subjects because I feel like we feel we're a bit preachy. But we just really like to touch on things that we've gone through and we try to be very thorough with telling you our different tips, you know, uh, what we recommend for you. So I'm hoping that at least one of you really needed this conversation and this is something you needed to to hear. And I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that it's exactly what you needed to keep going. Yeah, I'm going to end off with this quote whenever I was doing kind of my little research for this. I thought this quote was pretty good. It says, life is about moving on, which we all know can be kind of hard sometimes, especially during certain situations, accepting changes and looking forward to what makes you stronger and more complete. And I think that is really like kind of a wrap up of this conversation that we did have. You got to go through these changes and accepting the change that you are going through and looking forward to it making you into this better person, making you stronger, and then just looking forward to the bigger picture and seeing what this change did do for you. Even if it's a small one, if it's a big one, it doesn't matter. All change is good. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to say one final quote as well. I felt that this one really um, resonated with the subject. It says, never be defined by your past. It was just a lesson, not a life sentence. So I feel like what it's basically saying is um, sometimes things things such as change can be a lot to swallow. Mm-hmm. But you've got to realize that everything is a lesson. And um, whether it was a good change or a bad change, you're going to learn something from it. So you just have to realize that being thankful for those moments makes things so much easier on you. Yeah. Yeah. I know this conversation, this episode has definitely kind of opened my eyes to it and kind of see where you're coming from. And it was just kind of nice to talk about it too. I really liked this episode, even though I was really scared when you first mentioned it, I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. It kind of made me feel a little bit better about change well, for me, it's, it's just a really fresh subject because one of my most, you know, biggest changes in my life is happening right now. And I just felt like, you know, since the wound is fresh, I might as well say exactly what's on my mind. And so thank you for being down to have the conversation because it's hard to put into words sometimes. But I think mm-hmm. that overall, it was a really good conversation to have. And I definitely agree that I've learned something from this. And some of these tips I didn't even know previous to this. So I'm definitely going to use them to just kind of um, power through these changes. Yeah. But if you guys enjoyed the subject, please make sure to reach out to us on our Facebook page, on our Instagram. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Any tips you may have or anything that you want to discuss. We, both of us, I would say, are definitely down for anyone that needs someone. If you need someone to talk to, if you're going through something, you just don't know how you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. um, reach out because we'd be more than happy to be there for you. We value every single one of our listeners. Um, So yeah, definitely don't um, hesitate to do that. And then just thank you, you guys, for your continued support. Yes, thank you. We love getting on every single week. 
Yes, and if we don't get them, we always miss it, and we always talk about how much we should have done something, but... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, you know, sometimes life hits you, and you're like, oh, this isn't a good week, so... Yep, exactly. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We love each and every one of y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.